Welcome everyone to MICTA Radio. I'm your host, John Tanner, and this is part two of our discussion via phone connection with Chip Swisher from Lumen, formerly CenturyLink. And if you recall, in part one, we talked about thermal imaging solutions. But in part two, we're going to hear more about how thermal imaging solutions integrate into the physical and technical environment. Welcome back, Chip. So Lumen is offering the thermal imaging solutions scaled based on throughput and tracking and reporting. Uh, but I'm going to need some help here. What, what do you mean by that? Sure, absolutely. Uh, as I uh, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, uh, not every entrance is is the same, right? And so, if you look at, um, you know, different buildings and what they're being used for, you know, there are needs to have uh, more people going through an entrance um, in some versus others. So, um, what we're offering in terms of throughput. Um, is three main solutions. And so the first solution uh, I call the uh, the kiosk or the station. Um, so very similar type concept as your uh, clear stations at the airport um, where you um, come in and position your face um, on a screen um, and it takes a reading of your face and then it will you know, give you uh, uh, an audible and visual notification um, that uh, your temperature is within an acceptable range. Um, and so this is a, you know, a smaller form factor really designed for you know, entrances where you're trying to get say five or six people through the uh, uh, entrance at a given time. Um, and so, uh, you know, your smaller offices or where you maybe have folks coming in, um, you know, say 100 or 150 person office where folks are coming in over an hour or two hours um, through the main entrance. You know, this one works extremely well to be able to uh, cover that smaller volume. Uh, moving up the uh, scale is what we call our lane. Um, and so with the kiosk, you really have to stop um, the flow of traffic and kind of position yourself uh, in the center of the screen. Um, and then once it takes the reading, you move on. The lane, on the other hand, is focused on continual motion. Uh, and so in this case, uh, we use uh, facial, facial isolation within the camera uh, to be able to uh, pinpoint the person's face as they're coming through the image. And then uh, it takes the reading based on the uh, person's uh, forehead as they proceed through the image. Uh, and so within that now, you can walk at a moderate pace uh, through the entrance without stopping. And the uh, artificial intelligence within the system is able to process that image as you're walking through and provide you a reading. So obviously, you know, within that now, since you're not having to stop, uh, the amount of people that we can get through this is uh, is increased dramatically. So really, we've scaled this solution, you know, with the focus of getting you know roughly 20 people uh, through per minute. Um, so if you've got uh, you know a location where you may have shift work or you know it's a larger building with continual flow, you know, again, I think of you know higher education. Um, and you know, locations where you've got students coming in for a, a class uh, and you need to get them through in a relatively quick period of time, uh, you're able to do this with this lane solution. And again, covering about 20 people um, per minute through there. Uh, uh, on the high end of the uh, throughput scale, we've got what we call our high capacity lane. Uh, 
So within that, as I talked about your regular lane solution, where you've got um, a person, you know, walking through and basically in a single file with a high capacity, we're able to utilize uh, a much more robust camera solution uh, to be able to actually manage uh, the images three to five people wide. So again, if you think of a, a, a larger um, higher ed institution or a, say, a sporting venue inside of, a, uh, of an institution where you've got to get, you know, hundreds or thousands of people through a particular entrance um, in a relatively short period of time, you can utilize this high capacity lane solution to do that. And really, we've scaled this solution focused on roughly about 100 people per minute able to come through that particular location. Um, similarly, on the um, reporting side, uh, we really offer two different versions. The, uh, we have what we call our basic, um, which is really now a localized uh, set of software where we're capturing the images and the readings um, locally on a, on a server that's attached to the uh, camera. Uh, the uh, pro version of that, though, um, is really what I mentioned earlier. Now we're able to take that data and transfer it up to the internet um, and into a cloud repository and create now a centralized reporting mechanism where you can go in and, and look at the data as it was reported across a, a wide range of different locations. And this, this one really came out of a lot of the uh, lessons learned again that we had with our own deployment across our 10 locations. One of the things that you know became a little bit of a burden was uh, every day, you know, somebody from HR had to call someone and track someone down at each of those locations um, in order to ask them, hey, you know, what are the readings since the last time that uh, you know I called? Um, how many people came through and and how many people had high temperatures? Um, and so then somebody would have to go in manually into that, read that out, um, reset the counters and reset the system for uh, taking readings for the next day. So obviously, as you continue to scale that up, you know, it's very challenging to be able to do that as you start in, you know, increasing the number of locations. Um, in, in addition, you know, there then was no centralized capture of the images of who failed and uh, what was their associated temperature. And so our pro version, again, by taking that data up into the cloud, now we're able to uh, uh, report out and, and provide centralized viewing of information coming off of each of the camera locations. Well, well Chip, let me let me uh, interrupt here for a moment because I think you're making a very important point. Because as, as I'm listening to the different levels that you have, whether it's the kiosk, whether it's the lane or the high capacity lane, the question I have that you're alluding to in your answer is that what happens when an individual in the kiosk or individuals in the other two uh, formats that they register a high temperature, does that set off an alert that goes somewhere or does that require uh, some more digging or follow through on the people who are getting this data? What, what happens in those cases? Sure. In all cases, um, you know, there will be some localized alert, um, both uh, visual and audible to the person who's monitoring that particular location. And again, when you have the pro version, uh, those notifications can be sent out via text or email to a centralized location as well. And that also, you know, brings up another, you know, 
interesting point is, you know, there's also, you know, a people element to this as well and, and a policy element. And so that's as we work with our different institutions that are deploying these, you know, we also talk about, you know, what happens when someone fails? What are your steps, you know, to uh, uh, work with that person once they failed? Because um, in some cases it could be, you know, the person failed because they, you know, rode their bike to work that day and, you know, were, uh, exerting themselves and, and, you know, may have shown an elevated temperature, right? And so in those cases, now you want to be able to isolate that person, let their body temperatures um, stabilize, and then take a reading either with this system or, you know, one of the handhelds that we talked about before. Um, and so, you know, that's part of as we work with our organizations that are deploying these, you know, we look at that both from a technology and from a people process standpoint and in, in how you handle um, those notifications once you get them. So if I work in a hospital, a medical facility or school building or whatever environment our MICTA members uh, are in, uh, how do you see this product integrating into those physical and technical environments? Sure, absolutely. And, and uh, so as we look at the different solutions that we have, again, we talked about, you know, the kiosk solution and the, and the camera solution, uh, the lane solution. We uh, uh, look at each of those entrances and really determine what's the best placement, first of all, for those, for those cameras. Um, so in some cases, we may deploy those, you know, on a tripod angling towards the entrance, or in some cases, if there's a reception desk at the entrance, we may uh, put it on a desk-based stand that's positioned there. Uh, in other cases, we actually uh, mount them airily um, and point them uh, from the ceiling down and, and angle it towards the entrance so it's up and out of the way. So in those cases, then we're you know, running cabling back to the localized servers then that are um, supporting the uh, analytical processing on those images. As I mentioned before, on the pro versions, you know, these are internet connected devices. Um, and so we really have three connection options. We can either connect it via um, a hardline Ethernet um, based connection. Um, we can do it uh, connecting over Wi-Fi or if there's no you know, good solid internet connection options, either wired or wireless in the location, um, you know, we do have the option of, of adding in an LTE modem into the server and that would act as the mechanism then for transmitting that data out. Um, and so different locations too, based on you know, security of their networks and, and security and how they want to handle this data, you know, have very specific requirements around that. And that's why we have the three different options in terms of uh, how we would internet connect those particular devices. Well, I, I, I can't say it enough that uh, this sounds like a, such an important solution given our uh, the times that we live in today. Do you have examples of places where you have uh, installed thermal imaging solutions or are planning to install? Sure, absolutely. Uh, we'll bring up a couple kind of important uh, uh, examples here. So first from a of a state and local, and, and I mentioned higher ed standpoint, uh, we were working uh, closely with a, uh, a major educational institution in, uh, in Arizona um, where they've actually deployed this uh, to support different student health initiatives. So this is a university that is um, actually testing all of their students um, for COVID every, uh, every two weeks. 
um, and they're actually utilizing this um, set of camera solution to uh, uh, in their student health center to run folks through them prior to going in for testing. And so this is used as a uh, an initial screening uh, to be able to detect um, abnormalities in temperature before uh, before they go in and actually uh, uh, take a, a, a saliva based COVID test. Um, and so we're actually getting, you know, within this, you know, uh, roughly a thousand students through this uh, system almost every single day. Um, so it's, it's, you know, that was the thermal imaging lane solution that uh, um, is proving to be very valuable for them in doing that initial screening. Probably more on the fun side. Um, my team did a lot of work with uh, the technology inside of uh, Globe Life Field, the new home for the uh, Texas Rangers. Um, so the folks that uh, aren't aware, uh, Globe Life Field uh, this year housed the uh, National League Championship Series and the World Series. Um, and so my team actually deployed uh, one of the thermal imaging lanes at the employee entrance uh, for that stadium. Uh, so as all of the employees were showing up for work to support those uh, different uh, major uh, televised events, you know, they were going through this thermal imaging lane solution and having their temperature taken uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, they were healthy prior to going in for their particular shift. So let's take a break. And when we come back, talk more about Lumen's thermal imaging solution. MICTA announces the release of a Request for Proposals, or RFP, for Citizens Broadband Radio Service Products and Services. More information about the RFP is available on the MICTA homepage at mictatech.org. Welcome back, Chip. So let me ask you, if a MICTA member wanted to take advantage of this offer on our MICTA Master Contract Agreement, where do they start? Uh, how do they order? Sure. So the uh, good part about this is, as I mentioned, we've packaged these into, you know, very finite uh, bundles. Um, and so they are, um, you know, sold as a kind of a pre-priced, pre-packaged uh, type of offer. And they can be ordered through, you know, their associated Lumen uh, sales associate. And they'll engage with my team to solution out and find the right option for it. As I mentioned before, you know, making sure that you have the right solution for, the, uh, the particular entrance is a key element. And so, uh, you know, working with your uh, Lumen sales exec, um, they'll engage with my team and, and we'll go in and solution that. Um, typically it's a pretty quick process. Um, and, and once we, you know, understand the exact requirements, you know, we can get a design done and, and a contractual quote out, you know, usually within, uh, within a few days. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Now, I know you have answered this before, but let me go back to it because I think it's important. The services and support. What are the services and support that uh, you provide during the installation and after? Sure, absolutely. As I as I mentioned before, you know, this is as much of a technology um, solution as it is a logistics and a you know a people element. And so, as part of that, when we actually show up on site. You know, we will physically evaluate the particular location, work with the customer um, to identify the proper placement of the cameras, um, actually do that installation if needed, um, do the configuration or the, and the cabling uh, for that. 
Um, for the pro versions, when we uh, are on site, um, we also, again, work with the customer on their network integration requirements. So for integrating that in, you know, via hardwired or a, a wireless solution, we'll get that um, set up and tested, um, as well as uh, integration into the uh, the cloud system. And so once uh, that setup is done and we've taken some sample readings, uh, we'll do some uh, quick training of the localized staff on the operations of the system, as well as how to get into the cloud portal and the different reporting uh, that's available within that cloud portal as well. Um, once we kind of step away and the, and the customer is, is up and operational, if they do have any issues, either um, access wise or you know, technical with the cameras or the associated software or hardware, uh, you know, they can uh, uh, contact us and we'll provide uh, remote troubleshooting support um, on that. Um, and, you know, for some reason, we're not able to resolve that uh, remotely. We are able to deploy technicians, again, back to the location and then help the customer uh, debug it. But from what we've seen, most of the, uh, most of the questions, uh, you know, haven't required a, a separate dispatch. It's really, you know, how do I do this? Or, hey, you know, what if I want to move it to this other location? Um, so in general, we've seen, you know, the systems are, are pretty stable once the customer gets them up and running. Thank you, Chip, for talking with us today about the thermal imaging solution from Lumen. And if people have any questions uh, they would like to ask you, how can they get hold of you? Sure. Probably the easiest way is uh, via my email. It's uh, chip, C-H-I-P dot Swisher, S-W-I-S-H-E-R at Lumen.com, L-U-M-E-N.com. Okay, thanks so much. And of course, if anyone wants any more information, they can visit our MICTA website at mictatech.org and find all the information about this product and Lumen. It'll be right there. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in today. We hope you find this information helpful as you continue to keep updating yourself on current technology trends and issues. And be sure to come back again for more MICTA Radio episodes. Bye for now.